Testament. I'm going to read for you a little paragraph, several sentences. You'll, you'll figure out what it is eventually. But probably the first time, I'm guessing, you've ever heard a pastor do this. The morning will kick off with a stabilizing and social energy, dear Aries, thanks to a sweet exchange between the Libra moon and Saturn. Good vibes will continue to flow as the sun and moon align, asking you to tap into your optimism through spiritual practices and leaning into love. Unfortunately, personal responsibilities could interfere with your ability to relax. And issues with authority figures could come into play. Luckily, you'll have a chance to move past these funky vibes later this evening when the moon migrates into Scorpio, acting as a cosmic palate cleanser for your aura. Now, uh, some of you are looking like, what was that? That's really good that you don't know that I just read my horoscope for today. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, so maybe we're an authority thing. I'm a little concerned uh, about that. But Christmas is full of surprises because what we have in our passage today are that the astrologers of Jesus' day are the heroes. The, the, the ones that, that read the, 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 the stars and the planets. These are the ones that recognize The king in the manger and worshiped him. What we'll see in our passage and one of the the points of our passage, the surprises here is that anybody, everybody who comes to Jesus can experience the joy, peace and love of following him. Our passage is in Matthew 2, starting with verse 1. And these uh, wise men that we read about here are the magi or the magicians, even the astrologers of Jesus day. Let's pray together. Uh, Almighty God, uh, we thank you for your word that speaks to us of your truth, one that is eternal, uh, one that leads us fully into life. And so we ask now that you would help us uh, open our eyes, soften our hearts to be able to To see, uh, open our ears to hear uh, so that we would receive and then free our hands and feet to then go and do what you are calling us to do. Uh, Free our soul to be who you're calling us to be. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 2, starting with verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east, came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly 
and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So so the first thing to see, to recognize, one of the great surprises of Christmas is that Christmas includes everyone. These, these, as I've said, these wise men, these magi, they were the astronomers of the day. They, they read the planets and the stars to see what exactly the future might hold. They were largely, uh, in the rest of scriptures, they're, they are seen negatively. They're, 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 they're like, uh, um, fortune tellers. Reading the tea leaves or reading the tarot cards. That's how they're seen throughout scripture. Yet here, they're the ones that see what God is doing. Um, one of the, um, uh, Nero, one of the emperors, when, uh, during, right after like a comet shower. And oftentimes when they, comets are, um, uh, uh, shooting stars, that would be a sign that one of the leaders was going to die. So Nero, after a comet sh- uh, shower, So that people would think, so people would know it wasn't him uh, that was the one mentioned in the the sky. So, but just to show you, it it happened and it had serious consequences when people read the the signs of the, the heavens. But what we see here is how God goes through all kinds of unusual, surprising means to draw people to himself. And here, these are the outsiders these, these folks are Persian. They are not Jewish. These folks read the heavens. They don't read the Torah. Uh, they, they have nothing to do uh, with Jerusalem. And yet God is calling them by their language to come and worship the newborn king. This is, this is telling us, this one of the surprises of Christmas is that it is an explosion to anyone and everyone to come unto Jesus. What that means for you and for me is we, we need to reject no one outside as a possibility of receiving the grace and love of Jesus. Uh, the people that, that may surprise you the most may be the very ones that Jesus is calling to himself through all different kinds of means. Some of their commitments, some of their understanding of reality may be far from yours and mine and even far from what we believe God teaches us. Just like these wise men, just like these magi. And yet God through his power can use all different kinds of means to bring them to him. In just a couple weeks, we have a baptism here on January 1st 
of a, um, a person who's from Buddhist background and come to faith. You'll get to read a little bit of her story in the January Bell Tower News. You might want to make a few extra copies of those, maybe even, might even try to sell those now that they've really been presented. I had a, a friend, um, Farouk, from Egypt, an architect in another church, and he, he, he lived in D.C. for a season. And he was driving down one of the freeways in D.C. And on one of the, the buildings that he was studying as he was driving down, he saw on the side of the building a vision of Jesus. And he's now a Presbyterian elder. So you, you never know to whom and how God may be bringing others to himself. One of the Christmas surprises includes everyone. Nobody is outside the embrace of God in Jesus through Christmas. And you, you may have somebody in your life right now that God's already brought to your mind. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you say, okay, Lord, uh, my, my, my heart is open to what you might do in and through them. Or you may have somebody cross your path just this week that are, are like the Magi that God is bringing to Jesus. And you may even have a part in that. Don't count them out because God doesn't. You may be the star or one of the stars in their lives. Now, the other thing that we, we see here is that Christmas reveals God's power. In an unusual, again, surprising way. Because here's King Herod. Herod is king of the Jews. Herod is, he's king of the Jews for like 35, 40 years. Now Herod is half Jewish. One of his parents is Jewish. He became, he became Jewish in order to become king of the Jews. He's appointed by Rome. You know, the occupying country is Rome and they're, they're the ones who are appointing the leaders and that's who Herod is. And Herod was not a nice guy. Later on, towards the end of his life, around this time, he killed his, had a, a wife killed, two sons killed in order to keep his throne. He even had a plan at the end of his death, at, at, at his death, that he um, wanted some assassins to go and kill like 50 different leaders in Jerusalem. Uh, for two reasons. One, it would be to show there, I mean, he cared about this, even though he was going to be dead. Uh, so it would show just how chaotic the world got when Herod wasn't in power. And it would also be sure that there would be plenty of grief in the city and people would confuse it for grieving for Herod versus the other 50 people. That's just how brutal Herod was. And yet he's threatened by a baby. He's threatened uh, by uh, a child who is king of the Jews. Jesus, Jesus' power is surprising, even in the oddest ways, the most surprising ways. The, the wide implications of his power are foreshadowed here, of how he will explode the boundaries of God's people and will threaten worldly powers that may oppose him directly. But in the most unusual ways, He's the one who's sovereign and the king of kings. Uh, have you heard of the Clayton County Christmas weed? It's uh, in Delaware, Newcastle County. It's about 25 years old now, this celebration of the Clayton County Christmas weed. I think we have a, 
a picture of the original one. Yes, there's the original one. It, it grew up out of a, on the Philadelphia Pike in Newcastle, Delaware. Um, grew up out of there and people decorated it. And the, the photographer, Slow News Day there in Clayton, and they took a picture of it, put it on the front, and have, wrote a little ode to the Clayton County weed and where people celebrated. Here's the problem. Somebody in the Delaware Department of Transportation saw it, said that's a road hazard, and they went and cut it down. But Clayton would not, and their Christmas celebration would not be thwarted. And so they, they then built, a, they then, after it was taken down, made a new one. And they've been doing it now for 25 years. They even have a parade that celebrates it. So the, the, the Department of Transportation or Herod may come and cut it down. But the power of Christmas, even as a plucky piece of vegetation, will continue to be celebrated over and over again. That's the power of God's in Christmas Christmas can also reveal, can surprisingly reveal our apathy as followers of Jesus. It can reveal how for whatever reason we've lost our spiritual hunger or energy. We've lost touch with the great mystery and power of God and the surprises of Christmas. That's why why Advent is a season, is supposed to be that season where we get in touch with that, where maybe maybe that I'm apathetic or I'm too caught up into the the other things of the season and I'm missing the beauty and the power and the marvel of of Jesus, that God is a king in human form. That's that's what happened with the scribes and the priests in this story. I mean, you know, so the, the Magi, the, the, they come from the east far away. They come to see, um, uh, they, they figure, they, they see the star, you know, so it's over the general area of Israel. And they figure, let's go to the capital. Let's go talk to the king. They go to King Herod. They say, hey, we've seen in the heavens a star that a new king is, is born. Herod, you know, rightfully so. He, he gets a little troubled by that the text tells us you can imagine he he gets uh, worried about that but he calls the scribes and the priests or as uh, some manure translations say the pastors and the elders he calls them hey you guys are students of this where's the new king these these magi have come from far away where's the new king supposed to be born and they go right to micah and they say oh it's right here born in bethlehem and they tell them to go, and the wise men go. That's all we hear. What, what are the scribes and the priests doing? They, they didn't even get with the wise. Hey, show me that star. Let, let me. Maybe I'll go with you. That happens with with signs and the stars. Did y'all see the rainbow this week in College Hill? Uh, yeah, a number of you. I think we got a picture of the the rainbow. This was just this right outside the church, right outside the parking lot, and this was Thursday. And saw somebody walked out, took a picture of it, and then next thing you know, four or five people have gathered, taking pictures of it. And now, and if you go on Instagram, and that day, there's I saw three different pictures uh, in Finneytown, North College Hill, and from College Hill of that rainbow. Just but the power of. of the sign, and we know the sign of the, the, the rainbow as well, but what, what's going on with these scribes and Pharisees? There's no energy with them at all. They, they knew the Bible, though. They knew the place where the, the king was going to be born. 
But somehow they, they had no energy for it. They were complacent, apathetic, maybe scared. Or, you know, I mean, Herod, he's troubled. That's probably really troubling, knowing who Herod. So maybe that was it. Maybe it was fear or some combination of, of those that kept them from celebrating and enjoying the surprises of Christmas. For those of you that may be relating to that, maybe feeling complacent, you know, get, get in touch with that. Get in touch with that sense of, you know, it's the fourth Sunday of Advent and I'm just wanting Christmas to be over. That's one of the great uh, challenges that I have every Sunday. I, Lord, I just want to make it through this Sunday and not get fired. You know, I just make it through and don't, don't embarrass myself. You know, that's the, the cynicism that can come in at any, any time and every time instead of saying, Oh, Lord, what a privilege. This is the word of truth. These are the, the stories of old that are, that are going to be fulfilled one day. I remember several years ago, cause all three kids were at home. Um, and I was in a real cynical place. And I, they, they were, we were talking. I said, you know, um, y'all, people don't change. And uh, the kids in unison, what? Dad, what are you doing then? If people don't change, what are you doing? Isn't that what you're about? And I'm like, whoa, man, a little child shall lead them. And I just laughed and said, yeah, out of mouth of babes. You know, but you, you can, we can get in that place, that, that cynical place that just make it through the next day again that's the the point of advent you know where we might know the right answers we might know all the plans in our head but do we know jesus that biblical kind of know that intimate kind of know that kind of know where mary knows joseph and they have a baby What steps can you take you know, to break out of that? You know, to go get your favorite Christmas movie. Go read your favorite Christmas story. Go to the Messiah. Do what? Understand that you have limits and there are appropriate limits to, to not break those limits so that your spirit and energy is in the place that you can celebrate Jesus during this time. Maybe we're going to start Alpha in January. Maybe it's, uh, Alpha's a great application to this passage in a variety of ways. If you consider yourself a magi or a wise man, but you're, you know you're on the outside, you're considering Jesus, Alpha's a great time to get in a small group, to engage. It's a, uh, it's a little course, 10 weeks, where you come together, eat together, watch a video, talk about who Jesus is in our lives. Any question is is um, open and legal and appropriate. But maybe if you're complacent, it's also a great renewal, a great time to, to, to go through that as a participant or to go through that as a leader. We're always needing folks to help lead that. Maybe to pour yourself in that way. A great opportunity to address whether you're a magi or the scribes and priests. 
For ultimately, in this passage, again, the surprise is that the Magi are our models. They're the ones that show us that Christmas is here to lead us to be devoted to Jesus. To all the surprises, all the uncertainty, the Magi are the ones who give themselves to Jesus in unadulterated devotion. They've they've come this long way. You know, and it's not like three people. It's a caravan. Who knows how many people? I mean, they come from the east. They got all kinds of camels. They got all kinds of resources, all kinds of stuff. Because, you know, in those days, they didn't have cell phones, didn't have McDonald's or Cracker Barrel. They didn't have uh, any kind of place to lay their head very often. So they had to carry all of that with them. And they go to all that trouble to come and at the... It could have been a baby, most likely was a toddler, maybe even in his terrible twos, who was the king of kings. And he, they laid their gifts, their devotion, their adoration to him. In the midst of this, this little child, these ordinary parents, in this plain little village, they see the one, and they know it, who controls the stars They've been watching. And they give themselves to him. They realize he is the one who is worthy. And what I love there at the end is then they, you know, they they get warned in a dream. Don't go tell Herod. And they go back another way. And that, that's what happens when we engage with Jesus. Maybe that's what keeps us from him sometimes. We like the way we're going. I'm comfortable in the way I'm going, Jesus. And I know sometimes when I encounter with you, he, he, you're going to send me back another way. But knowing and, and believing that Jesus is king of kings, we know that other way is the best way. He is the one who is good. Now, uh, I invited uh, Lucy Cachero, who, who is the, from um, she the... The founder and leader the, uh, of uh, Hope Community in, in Kenya, um, uh, an orphanage there that she started and is continuing to lead and multiply, to come forward and just share a little bit of a, a story from her experience as well of how encountering Jesus involves people maybe that we don't expect and helps to send them another way. Lucy. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yeah, I'm glad to stand here and say God is good. Uh, Hope Community Center, we give children care and protection. But before they come, they come from different directions. Some from the street, some are left out somewhere. So they come from different areas of life. And they are in difficult situation. But when they are coming to Hope, even if you go and get one child, there will be other left down there. So when you are gone, some of them will start looking where hope is. And when they start looking for the place, some of them will walk like 45 minutes, others one hour. And some of them, they walk uh, maybe even a week, come looking for Hope Community Center so that they can have hope, so that they can see the light. And when they come, the gate is open for them. They are introduced about Jesus Christ. And when they know about this Jesus Christ, they love him, they accept him, and their dream of living 
the, the promises of the God that he intended to give them, it is thus there. And some of them get the light and hope to become a teacher. And that one goes on his own way. Another one will come and become a pastor and goes on his own way. But there are darkness in their lives. And this darkness can only be eliminated or cleared by knowing only that God loves them so much. So that's the gospel we give them every day. That God loves you so much no matter where you are coming. But there is hope of where you are going. Amen? Amen. So we have seen God being so faithful. And every day we look forward to see them going away, not coming, going back where they came from. And they are very excited because they know if I become somebody, I will take the good news of Lord Jesus Christ to other students and other students who are in the street. So that's the message every day. And it's message not only for them, but for everyone. Everybody go away and take the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ that he loves you and he loves you. And he can change your life and become somebody. And that somebody can also change the country or become somebody somewhere. Amen? Amen. So the same with us today. Let us take the good news out there and things will change. Like my children and other children who are everyday coming, it's a journey. And in that journey, there is a lot to learn and a lot to accept. And we have to say no to anything that is not good. Sometimes when they're in that journey, there will be people who will be stopping them and say, no, don't go there. But therefore, them, if they are willing and they are ready to come, the door is open. And the light of God comes to their lives. And they'll go into different ways, becoming somebody. So this morning, let us stand the message of good news to everyone. And their lives will change. Thank you and God bless. Amen. Thank you, Lucy. Now, L Lucy will be sharing after the second service of a little lunch. So anybody want to hear more and uh, talk with her further, she'll be here throughout the morning and then after second service for lunch. But thank you very much. Um, the, uh, what, what a great illustration of the outsiders coming from far and near, then encountering Jesus and going home, but going out now a different way. A way filled with hope and with love. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that we did this Christmas season to, to try to uh, break us from our own uh, rituals, our own, some of our own traditions uh, that, that we might get stuck in, was we said tonight, this Sunday before Christmas, we're going to have a Christmas party in, instead of some of the other Christmas things. Something that we can, it's much easier to invite friends to. Maybe those that are outside of the church, those that are outside of the faith, they'll, they'll maybe come to a party where we have Christmas karaoke and Christmas trivia uh, to, to share and enjoy together, but they may not enter the church building for anything else. Uh, and that's a, a way uh, for us to try uh, something new, the surprises of Christmas, uh, both individually and corporately. So invite you to come to the party tonight and invite another to come with us, with you to the party. Details are in your, your bulletin. But another way that we seek to just throw a little surprise into Christmas. Let's pray. 
Almighty God, we do give you thanks and praise for the, the life of Jesus. Uh, we, we marvel at the incarnation, that, that somehow you became human and you dwelt among us. And that in the fullness of your humility, you lived and died on our behalf. And we celebrate then the wonder of your rescue and the resurrection and look forward to your return. We pray that you indeed will continue to open our eyes and soften our hearts so that we every Christmas will be surprised by you and changed and sent in a little different direction because of your guidance to us. And Lord, we, we pray particularly for those in this season who maybe are outside. They're seeking. They're searching. They might be looking at the stars. They may be reading their horoscopes. They may be reading the leaves. Lord, we, we pray that you would empower us to, to be stars in their midst, to invite, to demonstrate before them the, the hope that indeed is in you. And we, we pray for those this season where their, their grief seems to be magnified. Their pain is even greater. Those that are in illness, struggling and challenging um, sickness. Lord, we, we pray your, your healing, your peace, your comfort and bring them those individuals to our mind. We pray particularly for, for Sharif Funes as she continues to battle cancer and its treatment. We uh, pray for uh, David Chapman who had surgery, Connie Warren who had surgery. Uh, pray your, your healing. Pray for those who were uh, sick in this season where uh, illnesses seem to be running rampant. We pray your healing and provision for each of them. And Lord, we, we, we pray for the, our party uh, tonight that it would be a celebration unto you. We pray for the uh, Alpha offering in January. That too would be another way of, in, in, of us being transformed by you and others who don't know you coming to hear and to follow you. We, we pray for these, these things to be, be done to your glory and honor. And Lord, we lift up Lucy to you and Hope Community Center. We pray your blessing, your anointing on all who who come through those gates and then eventually leave through those gates, but in a different way. Lift all these things up to you. The other desires and burdens on our heart, we, we give them to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.